Hey friends, we have now just surpassed one year of the COVID pandemic. And while things are beginning to ease, and there is light at the end of the tunnel, we haven't turned the corner just yet. In fact, our momentum is starting to regress in some states, where COVID protocols have eased and people are becoming too lax. So, until we reach herd immunity, let's each continue to do our part to mask up and social distance so we can get over this thing sooner than later. Now, this is National Autism Awareness Month, and we always like to bring attention to a good cause when we can. So for our next couple of episodes, we'll try to focus on how people with autism lead functioning lives in spite of their disability. Enjoy! Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. <clears throat> Excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes. I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other one. Okay then, on that note... Here's your host, Madison Lauren, and her dad. <clears throat> oh, right. Uh, let's see here. And her super smart, <laughs> hilariously funny, best of best dads, Mr. Durante Smith. <laughs> Please enjoy the show. Hey, friends. Welcome back to my show. If you're a new listener, this show is about interviewing people with cool jobs, funny skits, going behind the scenes of some of the most fabulous places book reviews, movies, and more. And then there's the goofball, my dad, who pops in from time to time, too. Each week is something different and something new, and supported in part by Kids Listen. And if you'd like to support us, you can simply go to patreon.com forward slash allthingsmadison. We'll be updating the page soon. Oh, and be sure to click the subscribe button, like now. (laughs) Now on to the show. This week, I'm talking to a close friend of the family, Miss Tracy Elliott Ahern. Miss Tracy is a marketing director and has a son, Wesley, who has autism. Despite Wesley's challenges by going through the school system, he knew he wanted to do more when he graduated high school. Even in the midst of a global pandemic, both Tracy and Wesley set out to make his dreams possible and want to learn how right after this break. We'll return in just a moment. Mystery Recipe is a kids podcast about cooking from America's Test Kitchen Kids that is jam-packed with trivia, science, and of course, food. New episodes come out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Each week features a different kitchen ingredient. And for each season's grand finale, we'll use all of the ingredients for a recipe cook-along. The recipe is a mystery. Will you be able to guess what it is? Listen to Mystery Recipe today anywhere you get your podcasts. And keep on cooking. And now back to the show. Hi, Miss Tracy. Hi, Wesley. Welcome to my show. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Maddie. I'm so excited to have you here. It seems like I've known you forever. Uh, well, I have known you for your forever, <laughs> and it's been a blink of an eye for me. You have grown up so fast. I've known you since you were just a bump in your mommy's tummy. So you mean since I was a baby? Yes, ma'am. So let's begin with Wesley. Tell my audience a little about yourself. Like, what do you like to do? 
What's your favorite video game, and how do you like college so far? I like college. College is going over pretty good. My favorite game right now is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I like to watch videos and read comic books. What about the video games you like? I like how it uses history as a base for the game. I like the action, the combat, the characters, the story of it as well. What do you like about the stories? I like how it kind of intertwines with real history throughout, but still its own thing as well. Like it will use people from real life in the game, but still not be tied to history so tightly it can't break away. Very cool. Miss Tracy, what were early signs that you saw when you realized Wesley had autism? When Wesley was a baby, he wasn't meeting uh, milestone markers uh, that most children do, and he was developmentally delayed. Uh, and then he started to develop more. Um, and in 18 months, he went from a normal vocabulary of about 25 words down to a vocabulary of about four words and had severe regression. And so at that time, we started checking with doctors more and trying to find out what was going on. But they don't diagnose a child until they're three with autism. So what happened after the diagnosis? Well, this was going on. He's uh, almost 23 now. So they didn't know as much then uh, about autism as they do now. And so we were kind of bounced around from to different places and we tried different um, methods to help him with being able to fight back against the delays and to move forward and progress. So for my audience who doesn't know what autism means, can you explain for them? Autism is a spectrum disorder um, and it can go from having someone having uh, learning disabilities and twitches uh, or, or uh, ticks, things that they do, like skin picking or things like that, um, to severe and profound, where somebody is in a wheelchair and unable to articulate and communicate. Um, they may not be able to speak, or there is high-functioning autism where they are, um, they call it Asperger's, and those people a lot of times are just absolutely brilliant able to think of things differently. Um, autism is a way that people see the world differently than the average person. Um, they, a lot of times, don't like social interaction. They don't like um, people touching them. They don't like, they have a bubble that they have around them that they don't want people to get in their bubble. And it makes them nervous and anxious a lot of times. And so it's hard for them a lot of times to uh, learn in a group setting, like in school, when they have people that are in their bubble, that makes it so their mind can't focus on what the teacher is saying. Does that make sense? It makes sense. So how did he make the adjustment when he went to school? We started out slowly. Um, he went to, I found a kindergarten that he could go to where it was only half day. So he wasn't overwhelmed because autism also involves um, sensory, so many sensory issues and you'll get sensory overload. So he wasn't so stressed out like being there all day long. 
and then went into a private school setting where the classrooms were smaller and they worked with him more on things than they could in the public school. Um, I homeschooled for a couple of years, um, trying to make the adjustment. And then he went into the public school system as he got a little bit older so that he could get services that weren't offered in the private school uh, that I was paying out of pocket for, like uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy, um, speech therapy, so that he could help to deal with some of the issues that he was having without having to be medicated. Leslie, this question is for you. What has been the adjustment between college and high school? Well, it's getting used to not going to school for every day during the week. I only go two day, have classes two days a week, and just a bigger area to explore as well. When I was in high school, I had a group activity at it, which was marching band. But, but when I went to college, I lost that. I, mean, I wasn't part of any real group on the campus. Which one do you prefer, high school or college? In some ways, high school, I enjoyed marching band, all that stuff. But I also enjoyed college. Like, I don't have, instead of having to get up before the sun gets up, I can like, pick when I want my classes in college. We'll return in just a moment. In the beginning, everyone was nice. But over time, so slowly that no one could say when it started, the fairies and the ponies got mean. Rumors spread across the land that they were to blame for various things gone wrong, things gone missing. And before you knew it, it was common knowledge that the fairies and ponies were bad. Beatrice knew this better than anyone because, although she couldn't prove it yet, she knew that the fairies and ponies had stolen her egg. And stealing a dragon's egg, in Beatrice's opinion, was going too far. But to confront them, she would need the help of a knight. To find out what happens next, please subscribe to Fairies and Dragons, Ponies and Knights on your favorite podcast player. And now back to the show. Wesley, what has college been like with the pandemic? It's been different. I went from like, going to campus, walking around, going to my classes, having lunch, to being like not, not leave, even leaving the house for anything really, and because all my classes are now online. Like some of my teachers, I never even see. Is that hard for you? It's more challenging. Yeah, I do prefer. I think it helps me learn better when I'm in person at the classes. Do you like being home more with your mom? I do like that, but also like next semester if I can't, I am going to choose in-person classes. Gotcha. Wesley, what kind of job do you want to do when you get out of college? One thing I would like to do is work at GameStop. I really like GameStop. I really like video games. And I w- wouldn't mind be- becoming a video game tester, all that type of stuff. But my- I want to end up work- working on video games, like making stories for the games. I would love to be do- doing to become a video game designer or even test video games. Why is that? I really like playing video games, and I think of interesting stories for video games, like at least for like once and maybe a week or so. I think that'll be interesting 
to be made into a full-on game. And if I wanted to become a video game tester, I, I'd look at things a different way and i supply the issues the games have. That makes sense. So do you have ideas for video games now? Yes, I do. Are they really cool games or are they really hard games? Somewhere in between. They're always bloody and gory. So you like the gory stuff? Yes. He likes the secret spy, uh, double agent, shoot em up bang bangs. <laughs> so then what are your favorite kinds of movies? My favorite are like superhero movies, like Avengers, action movies, that, that kind of stuff. And also comedies at times. So I've got to ask you this, Avengers or X-Men? Uh, just going off the movies... I say Avengers. In comic books? That's more of a tie. <laughs> Got it. Miss Tracy, what advice do you offer to parents who are now where you once were? These are parents who are unsure of opportunities available to children with autism. And what will you say to them? Speak with your pediatrician um, and find out what services are available in your area. In Georgia, there are services like Babies Can't Wait, which will come in and evaluate a child and help to determine what type of therapies would be good to work with them. Um, also ask about groups that the pediatrician knows about. Uh, nationally, there is the American Society of Autism. Locally, there is a group called FOCUS, which is Families of Children Under Stress, uh, based in Atlanta. And it is for all types of uh, special needs. And having a support group of parents so you don't feel, as a parent, feel alone and that it's just overwhelming. Um, other parents can give you great tips on ways that they're dealing with challenges with their kids that have similar needs. Um, and they can also give you great resources about this doctor is really great or this one kind of stinks. He wasn't very nice and it didn't help. It just was a time suck when we went to them. There's groups on Facebook and other social media platforms where parents can connect. And doing that and having that ability to connect makes things a lot easier. It wasn't, those types of things weren't available 20 years ago. And um, Facebook just wasn't there and you couldn't connect with other parents. Um, and doing that and being involved with groups uh, like Focus or um, there's groups through the Marcus Center in Atlanta. Those are very, very helpful. So it sounds like you're saying to the parents that they need to get connected. Yes, they do. They really need to get connected with other parents and um, groups to find the resources that are available and the easiest way to move forward and to help overcome challenges. Didn't you guys do something with the Big Bird Show? We did with... Uh, Q99.7, Burt's Big Adventure. It was a, Wesley was selected as a um, special needs child back in 2011. And we got to go to Disney with them um, for a week. And it was a wonderful family mm -hmm. trip. Um, we went with uh, 10 other families down there and stayed in one of the Disney resorts. And we had probably the best vacation we could ever have. It was just all Disney all the time. And one of the great things about Burt's Big Adventure is it's not just a one-time trip. It connects you with other families. And so we're now part of Burt's Big Adventure family. And we just had a reunion this past week 
um, and had did a drive-in movie because we're still social distancing. So we can't do um, a lot of things with them where we would normally go to a ball game or go to the movies or, David or to Dave and Buster's. We can't do that right now because most of the kids involved in Bart's Big Adventure are in some way immune suppressed. So this pandemic has really made it harder to connect, but very grateful we had the connections before the pandemic started. So it sounds like you're saying Bert's Big Adventure has a partnership with Disney? Um, I'm not sure how they're partnered, but they, they do. They raise money in the Atlanta area and they're where all they are um, broadcast um, because they're now in uh, Tennessee, South Carolina, I think uh, Chicago. Um, and they get, they pick children from the different areas each year and they go down to Disney. They take 10 to 12 families and take them. We, you go on a special, you know, a private plane. You go and, to all the different parks. Mm-hmm. And you stay in a Disney resort. Um, and so Burst Big Adventure is partnered not only with Disney, but with um, Jersey Mike's and Gas South and places like that that have just made wonderful things possible. So what about the children hospitals? The Chowa in Atlanta has, which is the Children's Hospitals of Atlanta, have um, linked up. They used to be separate. There was Eggleston and Scottish Rite, and the buildings are still in different areas, but their records um, flow better together. Um, and they are they are the most wonderful places that you never want to go. <laughs> but they have resources to address those needs? Yes, they are a good uh, place to get resources and get connections and to help build your network. Um, but the groups that are outside of uh, the children's hospitals are a lot of times more helpful. We'll return in just a moment. Over here! Hey, 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 listen up! No, 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 Nuzi! Nuzi Jacuzzi! Hello, I'm Lita Shoshanka Prickett, and this is my mama. I sometimes go by the name of Lindy Prickett. And we produce a children's news podcast called Newsy Jacuzzi. It's world news aimed at children between 8 and 12 years old, but we found a lot of adults like it too. We cover art, culture, and entertainment, sports, and the world of wow. Which is... Science! And by science, we mean up in space, down in the sea, animals roaming the earth... With places on their butts. If you're a cow in Botswana, Africa, perhaps, yes, we did that story. And the heroic rat sniffing out explosives in Cambodia. And the explosive fly trap in France. And the blue lobster found at a red lobster restaurant. And tech, gadgets, games, 3D dinosaurs, taste pops, you name it, we cover it. It's a whirlpool of news and information. Come on, take a dip in the newsy jacuzzi. And now back to the show. Wesley, what do you want to say to other people with autism who are not as brave as you? I say good to have people who love and care about you to help you get through challenging times. And I recommend to anyone going into high school especially, find a group to be a part of. Whether it be marching band, orchestra, football, anything like that. For me, I knew a lot of people my first weekend 
a freshman in high school, then I most people would have been I did marching band practice over the summer. It's mm-hmm. just nice to be able to say, like, you know, people like, say, hey, walking down the hallway. So they helped you? Yeah, I think so. They helped him to get more involved in school. And if he got confused or lost or overwhelmed at school, he knew people. He walked in as a freshman knowing seniors. So, Miss Tracy, I understand that you had another son with autism. Is that correct? It is. Can you tell us a little bit more? Yes. Uh, Wesley's older brother, Patrick, uh, had autism. And he was on the other end of the spectrum. He was very high functioning. Um, he qualified for MEXA at 14. He had a very high IQ and just was um, absolutely brilliant, but struggled with things in a different way than Wesley does. Wesley has a bubble and he doesn't want people. It's hard for him to have people touch him or to be close to him. And so like crowded hallways and big groups that are, uh, not in following rules is hard for Wesley. Um, where Patrick was, he wanted to touch everything. He wanted to feel everything. He would get right up in your business. He would talk to you, um, go up. And uh, we had been on vacation before and families, another family would be playing a game and Patrick would go get right in the middle of their game. Without asking, without introducing himself, he would just go catch the ball and throw it to somebody. And it was a different type of reaction with people. And that is how like autism is such a, a big spectrum um, and such a wide spectrum. Patrick was uh, he was walking at eight and a half months. He was very far ahead of the baby milestones and doing things very quickly. Um, but his social skills, he didn't know that it wasn't appropriate to ask certain questions or to go up to you and just introduce himself and, and start talking to you and ask you about how your day was. Like you're his best friend and he had never met you. So he didn't have those social boundaries where Wesley's on the other end where the Social boundaries are he wants people very far away from him. He's not going to go introduce himself. He doesn't. That is overwhelming to him. So they sound like opposites. Yes, pretty much. They are. So, Wesley, how did you guys get along? We got along real good. He got me into video games to start with. Also got me into comic book stuff, all that. Did you guys fight a lot? No, I would be with my sister. (laughs) Patrick and Wesley got along very good. Um, they talked about video games. The one thing that Patrick was very hyper and Wesley was not. So that's where the differences came in. And Patrick would just kind of bounce around and be all over the place. But then Wesley's, uh, the way Wesley's autism works, he would just kind of back away and Patrick would go find something else to do at that point. Um <laughs> But they got along great, and that was getting Wesley into comic books really helped um, because with his autism, learning in a graphic novel um, or a block where the where the comic books are blocked out into little segments, that <laughs> was when he started to be able to read um, better, when he could understand what he could was reading instead of reading word for word, but actually understanding what was being said in a story. It was when he started reading comic books. 
Wesley, I'm working on my first graphic novel. I'm going to send you a copy when it comes off the press. Okay, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Miss Tracy and Wesley, thank you so much for your time today and coming on my show. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. I'm so proud of you for doing the show and bringing awareness to all the types of issues that you have with your podcast. And you just keep going. You are a superstar. Thank you. I wish you both the very best in whatever you do. And don't be strange to the show. Goodbye. Goodbye. Have a great day. And now it's time for the joke of the day. I haven't done this segment in a while. It feels good to be back. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Why did the student eat his homework? Because the teacher told him it was a piece of cake. Get it? <laughs> what did the microwave say to the other microwave? Is it just me or is it really hot in here? <laughs> Why did the teddy bear say no to dessert? Because she was stuffed. <laughs> Get it, stuffed teddy bear? What did the left eye say to the right eye? Mm, something between us smells. Get it, nose smells? <laughs> and finally, what did the Dalmatian say after lunch? That hit the spot. <laughs> Spots, Dalmatians, oh, you're killing me. That was a good one. And this joke is from my friend Jackson in Memphis, Tennessee. Jackson says, how do you talk to a giant? Use big words. <laughs> good job, Jackson. You have a future in comedy, but don't give up your day job. Stay in school, buddy. Okay, guys, if you know of a good joke, Send it to me, and I'll read it on my show. And I'll give you credit, too. Thanks. And now it's time for the word of the day. The word of the day is inclusion. Often when people discuss autism, they mention words like diversity and inclusion. Inclusion means the practice or policy of providing equal access to opportunities and resources for people who might otherwise be excluded or marginalized, such as those who have physical or mental disabilities and members of other minority groups. Delta Airlines' latest policy strives to promote diversity and inclusion, which just means including groups of people who are traditionally left out. The word of the day is inclusion. A special thanks to our friends, Mrs. Tracy Ahern and Wesley for coming on our show today. If you would like to learn more about autism, we recommend you check out autismspeaks.org. Thanks for tuning into the show. I never want to take you for granted, so just know it means a lot. Now, people are asking, where can they find my stuff? If you're looking for the coolest tees, hoodies, accessories, and more, you can just go to shopmadisonlauren.com and you will find everything there. Now, do me a favor and take a moment to hit the subscribe button under this episode or video. That way, you'll be notified when each new episode comes out. And if you enjoyed the show, kindly leave us a 5-star rating and a short review if you have time. This lets other moms and dads know they too should download it for their munchkins. (laughs) Okay, on that note, I'm out. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, 
leave a comment and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.durante at gmail.com for bookings or more information.